Hello and welcome everyone to KSQD Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. I'm Jacob Sheckman, and today you're listening to our show, What To Be, where we interview inspiring people and highlight their careers. What To Be is a program provided by Your Future Is Our Business, a Santa Cruz County nonprofit that helps students explore careers through programs such as college and career expos, career panels, and other work-based learning activities. Please note the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future Is Our Business. The information provided during this program does not reflect this career in its entirety. We also just wanted to remind you that because we are still doing these interviews over video call, we apologize in advance for any lack in audio quality. And here we go today. I am so excited to be joined by our guest, Romelia orozco Lakti. Thanks so much for being here, Romelia. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. Yeah, my pleasure as well. Romelia is here to talk to us about her uh, very interesting career history. She, it seems like, got really, really into industrial engineering and was able to take her experiences as an industrial engineer to apply them into different fields and show how she could uh, use the tools that she gained and earned in this way to succeed in other ways. And so I'm, I, like I told her before, I'm really excited to hear her story. So, Romelia, can you tell us um, a little bit about your, your work history and your education history and how you got into the field of engineering? Well, everything begun, like every kid, I guess, we all are all confused, all stressed out, because you have to define what are you going to do for a living. And in the way your parents and teachers presented, you're going to be literally forever being whatever is it that you decide at, I don't know, 16, 17. So what I did, I went to an assessment and uh, those aptitude assessment the lady came out with architecture or engineering. So the confusion is still there. I mean, what kind of engineering? There are like 800 millions of choices. So uh, she started going from some of them, the ones that she thought that I was kind of built up for, I guess. And um, she was kind of mechanical. And I was kind of I don't believe so. Surrounded by ugly guys, full of grease, smelling you know, chemistry. I was kind of, I don't think so. Everything is exploding. Everything smells bad. No. <laughs> so, I mean, and she keeps on going until she finally says, well, it is one career that is starting. Uh, it is kind of barely new, what have you. It's industrial engineering. So it's kind of, okay, tell me about it. So, in the way she presented it, it was two branches of it. You can go either administration or mechanical. And right there is whenever it got my attention because administration, it was the high heels, the, the good looking, the what have you, right? Uh, not sweating. <laughs> um, everything was just perfect. So I went into that. Um, everything was hard. Everything, you have all the calculus, equations, all kinds of horrible things. Um, from there on, as soon as I finally convinced myself, I'm not going to do this for a living. I just need to pass them. From there on, everything changed. My attitude changed absolutely everything. I studied just to pass them. And whenever it was, I'm going to say by the fourth semester, third semester, everything changed because 
it was more into the industrial engineering. It was into the optimization, uh, the planification, the, the things that I just love the most. So from there on, it was fantastic. I was excelling. Everything was wonderful. I remember a project. We needed to go to literally to production and uh, to a factory. And let's see what you come up with. So we got, my friend and I, we got a gig. And um, the guy was just going to stay there. Do whatever it is that you're going to do. Just do not bother any of the employees and workers. He said they said this to you? Yes. So it, it was like, a, entertain yourself. I'm doing this because the wife of my husband did it, blah, 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 uh, is asking me for a favor. Kind of, thank you very much. We appreciate that. We just need to be, I mean, we need the grade, right? Uh-huh. So we started looking how the production line was, what were the needs of, of these I mean, they were not even needs because the owner didn't, he didn't ask literally for anything. So we started applying every single detail that we have learned in different sections, different semesters, different subjects. And uh, we end up after, I'm going to say four weeks, we end up optimizing and raising the production for 33%. Oh my gosh. So the guy was flipped. We were smiling. We didn't calculate the 33%. He uh-huh. came out with it. We just knew that we needed to change the layout. We need to put this guy over here. This guy is pushing himself to attach this part with the other one. The other one is a natural one. So we, our proposal was making all those changes with almost no investment so the guy was just going crazy. Needless to say, I was going crazy because finally I got literally the passion. What mm-hmm. do I want it to do? It was like breathing just oxygen. It was wonderful to feel that I made somebody else's life easier. So the workers. It was so- in it was in that that project that you did, that's when you first really felt that like, oh my gosh, I love this. I I used to love these subjects, uh-huh. but I never, I mean, everything was theory. So whenever I applied all of them, I was kind of, this is what really, it's my call. So from that one, that was, then I graduate, for whatever reason, I graduate before I was 21. I went immediately my mother got me another gig. So I was in this factory and the same thing. It just, they gave me a desk. It was the son of somebody else's by me. So we're like Muppets in the middle of the office. And uh, he was some assignment. assignment. I had um, a corporate once a manual of what we do in production in this building. Sounds good. So I started designing my forms. I started making appointments with every single employee. Needless to say, I'm a 21-year-old woman engineer. We were three in the uh, in, in the whole class. How um, big was the class? We were about 30-something. Okay, it, wow. it was a private um, university. And again, it was just starting the 
career, the name of the industrial and system engineering. Uh-huh. From there on, it was nothing but uh, sure. Yes, I can wait for you, sir. You told me nine, nine is, is 9.30. <sighs> Let me smile and keep on waiting for you. Finally, the forms, I guess the questions that I was asking, they were that I started getting their attention. Everybody was spread the word. There was kind of this girl is not wasting our time. So I end up after it was the typical three month manual, I mean, project. I end up with a good size manual and uh, the same thing. I started putting together what this apartment does, what the other one does, what they're coming up with. Surprise, these guys over here is typing the same information that the other one on the side. The other one is typing who knows what to get the same information. So it was like a, like a little chain reaction, like a little put all the pieces together to have the whole vision of it. So in that three-month project end up being like uh, about 16 months and uh, now organize this, now create a chart for this. So it was little patches that I really enjoyed. I never pay attention about those uh, 16 months after I finish everything and we are not going to, you're not going to be an employee. You have mm-hmm. always been a, a contractor. From their own, I went to this little firm. Uh, but at that time, I kind of kind of had a name and uh, to manage this little company. They used to sell, install phones, all kinds of the systems that you can have whenever they started that it was not rotary anymore uh-huh. or those humongous huge phones that had three different lines. Now they were compact. They came from all kinds of everywhere on earth. And uh, I was just managing this and I just keep on looking at the guys, the salespeople. This one was the biggest company in the state. So uh, they were just making money. Nobody had that. uh, The the inventory that this guy had, nobody had it. Mm So they were just making money. So I was kind of, you know what? I think I want money too. So I started as a salesman, saleswoman, and uh, everything again came natural. I have no idea. Uh, One of my first loving subjects in industrial engineering was industrial psychology. I loved it. I loved it. I have always been a people person. So now I had the tool in how to approach people and get the information I need. For those who are just tuning in, you're listening to What to Be at KSQD 90.7 FM in Santa Cruz. I'm Jacob Sheckman, and today we're speaking with Romelia Orozco-Lakti, and learning about her career journey to becoming an industrial engineer. How long were you working at, as um, as in engineering or an engineering position before you decided that you wanted to try and become go into sales? It was about four years. Okay. 
from so one and the fast. other. It was really fast. Yeah. It was really fast. I didn't make all the money. I didn't get the brand new car. I didn't anything. I was just enjoying myself. I was toying and creating. And uh, I, it, I mean, it was wonderful, but not making all that much money. Uh -huh. So until I get exposed with these people, I, was gonna, I can make that much money. And uh, out of nowhere, I started... Thank goodness, excelling again in sales because my engineering vocabulary and because the, I want to think that psychology also helped. So it was, I mean, from nothing, I went to talk with the owners of huge factories. I started talking with the managers, general managers, CFOs, all kinds of different huge meetings how much are we going to invest where are we going to do everything so in one of those projects it, it was one of the biggest ones in an international company this guy they already bought everything from me and now we have all the layout of the company it's gonna where are we going to use how are we going to install these big wires where everything is going to go so we keep on talking, and then out of nothing, he's asking me, why do you speak like that? So I was going to, dude, everything is in Spanish. I have no clue. I mean, no accent, no nothing. So you didn't even know what and he meant at the time? No, I, I literally asked him, what, what are you talking about? And he was kind of, yes, you're using this terminology and what have you. I was going to, oh, I'm an industrial engineer. And he was kind of, what are you doing, doing this? Of course, I didn't say making plenty of money. <laughs> uh, but um, I was just, just kind of, this is what I'm doing. I'm enjoying it. I'm talking to different people. Also, I didn't say that I was getting fed up with traffic, with not having a schedule. It was at whatever time they had. Mm -hmm. So it's a humongous contract. So it doesn't matter. Uh, they're installing the, the the whole equipment. They didn't finish on Saturday. Oh, so you have to go and supervise on Sunday. So it was just, it, it started getting kind of, mm. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the things that I was so successful because I will personally go and check every single detail. Again, part of the industrial engineering. You are closing this circle. You implement everything that you just optimized. He offered me a job right on this spot. And he was kind of, how much make, how much money? How much do you want? And I told him how much I was making. And he was kind of, oh, my goodness, you're out of my chart. And I was kind of, I know. And uh, he offered me the top he can, um, extra bonuses, what have you. I stayed there. And uh, is whenever he wanted me to start with a project. We, it was everything about inventory, warehouse. The warehouse was huge. It was material everywhere. It was just like a disaster zone. It, it was, for me, it was just horrible to see, for whatever reason, I have, being always kind of order mm -hmm. so so it was just really disorganized like there was just nothing had an order to it nothing had an order it was like 
they started putting together different air conditioning systems and uh, they had different parts. So I was kind of, okay. All the inventory was put, all the parts of this specific air conditioning unit, they're going to be here. I was kind of, dude, they use the same, I don't know, conductor than the other one. And you have conductors here and conductors there. So again, put everything exactly like my second project, put everything together, map it all, and come out with the conclusion, this is double, this is triple, this is, and optimize the whole thing. The whole area shrank maybe a third from what it was. Everybody knew, not just the, the warehouse guy, everybody knew where to find something. Everything was, I mean, I was very, very proud of it. Mm -hmm. Everybody was very proud of it as well. You will have the uh, CFO and the CEO bringing people from another countries and look at our warehouse and look at this. It, it was awesome. Then it became a different project. Then it came a different project. Time passes by. And uh, I heard about this very well-known guy. And uh, he was opening his own consulting firm. So I was kind of, hmm, sweet. <laughs> Let me go and talk to him. But that time I had been trained to be working just with guys. Uh -huh. It was a tough it up or you're going to quit. So I was just kind of, I can manage this. And sure enough, he gave me the management of this uh, firm. It was a small firm. We were about 37 from uh, programming people to consultants to have PhDs, masters, all kinds of people. So again, time passes by. I came to this country to do the same thing. In that time, I met my husband. We got married. Um, we had two kids. And now that the kids are all just old enough to be driving and doing everything, their lives and what have you. Um, I started doing it. I started a different project. I'm a certified life coach and it is the same concept. <laughs> what is it that you have? How are we going to make your life better? And uh, stress management, time management, uh, finances, all kinds of different things that goes in one person's life. How do you want to make your life better? So, and where are you? Mm -hmm. So we go back to the same thing. Here is where we are. Let's see how can we make this better. More stress management, more human of course, psychology, ADHD, dyslexia, all kinds of different concepts to come out with the same thing, mm -hmm. a better you, a better product. So I love it. No regrets whatsoever of the industrial engineering at all. I, I love your story. <laughs> I, I, really, I really do. <laughs> Thank um, you. I think you're an inspiring individual. So, but oh man, I'm going to get hung up on this. I, I have I have many questions for you. But as 
As you've been telling me your story, I've been writing down some words that I think just describe you in, in a very positive light. And I have uh, humble, resilient, ambitious, curious, and tough. And there are others that I'm sure I just didn't write down. But these traits that you have, they seem like things that you've developed along your, throughout your life but that are natural to you. You, you. you didn't learn how to be tough. You are tough. You are curious. You are ambitious. So I'm, I'm curious where some of that might have come from when you were growing up, because the perspective that you grew up with is so far from, from my own that it's hard for me to, to put myself in your shoes. And so when I try, I can only imagine how incredibly difficult it would be to 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 be in your shoes as a, as a woman surrounded by all these men, we before we started recording, um, I mentioned the what you had written to me how when you went to work you went to work managing at the warehouse, and people placed bets as to how long you would last, and you you knew about this but you you didn't you don't acknowledge it to them you don't tell them you're working your tail off you just do your work. And there, there's so there's I feel like there's so much to that. That's amazing that you didn't you didn't go out of your way to to you know, say something to these men to sh- you didn't show off to them. You just did your job and you did it so successfully that they eventually let it go. You you were number one in your company. So I I just I want to know more about your I maybe your upbringing. How, where where does this strength come from in you? I have no idea. I grew up, my mother was a single mother. She worked her tail off for nothing to be missing. I guess that was part of it. It, it, it was just in me. I remember, I mean, as I mentioned, I'm dyslexic. So I need to pass anthropology. Don't ask me why. Anybody will think about anthropology as a class to be an engineer. So I have to read everything like 800 times. Besides getting bored and then the dyslexia, it it was horrible. So I remember my mother, I tried every single different approach to study. All my friends, some of them didn't sleep all all night. Another ones went to sleep early and get up in the middle of the night. Another ones, everybody had their own style. So I tried to figure it out which one was mine. Of course, without knowing this dyslexia, that was not a, a, a thing those days. I remember one night I went to sleep early. I got up at three in the morning and I'm studying. And my mother comes out, there's everything okay, because of course the lamp was on. And uh, I was kind of, yes, I'm just trying to pass anthropology for the love of God. And she was kind of, you know what? If you can't, it's okay. It is a lot of things that you can do. So I was kind of, hmm, allow me to put my gloves on. This is not going to break me. So I went on and on. And uh, I, at some point, I never noticed it. I never pay attention to it until that conversation. That there's just gonna how much time you give this woman. We broke the other one within three months. How long is this one going to last? 
So needless to say, my gloves came out and I was kind of a poor you. So he finally gave me the report. He did not give me the updated report. So I was kind of, you know what? I don't care, can manage. So I went to another channel and I got the information. So I, I mean, it, I have no idea from where all this courage came. It, it was just like you said, it was a natural thing. It just came, mm-hmm. it just came out. Okay, Romelia, we have maybe just a, a couple more minutes, but I have two more questions for you. Uh, the first one, what advice do you have for, for any of our listeners regarding th- something you think that might be helpful for them as they're just trying to figure out, you know, what, what, should, I, what should I do? What, what should I love? How, how should they go about trying to find a career doing something that they love? I strongly believe in that assessment that opened, I mean, it was like they were reading me. I didn't know that about me. I knew that I liked Legos, but I didn't know that it was a suggestion. You can make a career out of uh, architecture. It was somebody studied that has the license, the power of telling me this. Right now, it is a lot of apps that give you that information. Try different ones. There are all kinds that from the most ridiculous ones to another ones that they are formal. You just try each of them. Do they have something? Are they telling you something in common? Go from there. Have a lot of quiet time. Mm-hmm. Don't go to the screen whenever it is. You have to have a quiet time. You have to understand. You have to go who you are. Go back to the pencil, the box of pencil. Everything has to be organized. No, I didn't care at all. I love cooking and I love putting what have you. Whenever you do something that comes natural to you, it is a pleasure to do it. And on top of that, you get paid for it. Be resilient. You have no idea how horrible it was to study calculus. Calculus one, two, three, differential equations. I can keep on going, dynamics. Oh, God. And again, point of view, I just have to pass them. Everybody was going through the same struggle. How do you take this situation is what makes a difference. We all are going to trip, but we have to get up. You're on the floor already. You're already trip. How far can you go? So you just, you don't have a choice, but either keep crawl or get up. So everybody has a choice and every single moment. And the resilience is the one that is going to make you get up. The resilience is the one that is going to take you, tell you this app, it doesn't make any sense. The result doesn't make any sense. Let's try another one and let's try another one until it makes sense to you. Beautiful. I have one more question, but pro- a, a similar, I suppose. Now I'm hoping you can direct some advice to young women, young girls who are trying to go into male-dominated fields, engineering, sciences, whatever. What, what advice do you have for, for these young women to help build any resilience that they may need? Well, that is one of the, maybe the 
must, the factor that helped me the most. I am different. I am not like them. And I am not going to be following them. To put me down, I come back with the double of force. Don't quit. That is your dream. It is your dream. You're not going to give away your dream. That's why it's called your dream. Go for it. It is for you. Go for it. You're going to, you're always going to struggle. Even nowadays, an industrial engineer woman, it has to work as twice as a guy. It doesn't change. It hasn't changed. But if you, if it is your natural call, you're going to excel. It is no doubt. Thank you, Romelia. I really appreciate you being on the show and talking with me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, you strike me as a, a, a powerful woman. I am excited for your kids' futures, right? I, I think you're, you're wonderful, and it's been fun today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to today's career story. I'm Jacob Sheckman, and this is our show, What to Be, with today's guest, Romelia Orozco Lakti. Who, uh, who told us talk, who talked to us about her career as a salesperson and an industrial engineer. If you have any questions or would like to share your career story with us, send us an email at whattoberadio at gmail.com. If you enjoyed our show, please join us again at 90.7 FM K-Squid Santa Cruz at 7 p.m. on Sundays. Stream online at ksqd.org or visit our website yfiob.org for more ways to listen. Thank you and see you next time.